Hello again, everybody, and this is Mark, I'm your GM, and this is Shield Bash. To my right, back for a first time in a long time, our Jarwin. favorite orc. No, not Jarwin. Damn. Wrong campaign. Yes. <laughs> it's Tooth. Yeah, but he's a lot more deeper in voice and gravelly. Oh, okay. Yeah, more like your own voice. Oh, okay. I'll try. All right. So, Neil, as Tooth Grimstar. Yes, thank you. Hi, guys. Will, playing Uko. Pete, playing Nat Lumos. Lumos. Lumos? Lumos. Lumos Maximum? (laughs) Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. And uh, Kurt, playing Donk, everybody's favorite goblin. And Britt, playing Balmy Tiger. So, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, wait a minute. We missed somebody. Uh, oh, yep. Jason did not uh, come on and say he was playing Bridger because uh, he has uh, decided to step away due to family um, obligations and concerns. And uh, we will miss him. We will miss his, uh, his characterizations, his player knowledge. And uh, as uh, Bullvi said in 13th Warrior, we'll miss him. We'll miss his sword. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss his spell casting. Uh, that sword spell was pretty cool. <laughs> I never learned how to do that myself. It was great. You just have to yell really loud. I cast sword. Sword. Oh, okay. It's the screaming that makes it work. Oh, is that like yeah, barbarian rage? That's the you're well, screaming, not their screaming. It's the oh. somatic component. You know, make sure you get the yeah, verbal in there. Somatic. It's a, it's a sword. You wave it it's around an <laughs> and scream. I cast sword. Sword. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Actually, that's a, a verbal component. <laughs> yeah, well, but the somatic was a swing in the sword oh, over your head okay. as you're yelling the ICAST sword. <laughs> and the material component is the sword. Right. <laughs> so there we have all, all three parts. Is there a divine focus? Only if it's a holy sword. Oh, okay. Or if you're a holy. Because if you are holy, then by extension, your sword should be holy. What if my jacket's holy? I think that's a different kind of holy. Right. Holy, you mean like with holes holy, in it? Or holy, holy. blessed by a cleric? I think it's yeah. spelled the same. Oh, all right. As long as your underwear isn't is. holy, you're doing all right. Unless it's made that way, and then it saves a lot of time. <laughs> well, there's at least three holes in underwear anyway. you got to yeah. at least be able to put it on without Hopefully a hole. four. That way you don't have to pull your britches down. And then the old-timey ones, they had little buttons where you had a whole flap that your butt you know, yes. came out of, so you didn't have to like, take everything off. because it was cold in the shit house. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking cold um, out here. For you kids at home that don't know, a shit house is also called an outhouse. And it's an outhouse because it's not in your house. It's a little house outside your house. Yeah, because it's And smelly. it's not heated or cooled. So it's hot in the summer and freezing cold in the winter. No no lighting either, usually. Maybe yes. a candle. Yes, usually it's know. dark or a candle because there's no phones for little flashlights like you have nowadays everywhere you go. Porto potty. In some places, it's recommended you take a pew-pew with you so that you can oh, yeah. defend yourself from yeah. wild animals. Yeah, that. There's also a uh, two-story uh, shitter. Guys that know in Gaze, oh, yeah. Illinois. Gaze, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I've been there. It was about as uh, spectacular there as I expected. It. There you hear it, folks. So did you, you hear it first? the top level or the bottom level? I use both. Neil's oh. been in Gaze. Yeah. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they enjoyed it. Damn That's what he said. <laughs> so, Kurt, what's up with you, bud? Getting quiet over there. Uh, analyzing the... Oh. Uh, the data, just so- software uh, manipulation. Yeah, making yeah. sure I didn't screw anything up. You know, yeah, that's good. Hard. Yeah. You're running the boards now, huh? Good, yeah. good. Working on it. So, right. uh, yeah, we've had a little bit of uh, shift in responsibilities and stuff here around the old uh, octagon-shaped table here at the Shield Bash Studios, and uh, we're uh, we're gonna work the kinks out. We're gonna keep on going. We're gonna soldier on, and as they say, the show must go on. So uh, we're gonna be here for you, bringing you hopefully 
good content, maybe even great content on occasion. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We don't want to oversell it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to, yeah. you know, get your hopes up and then dash them like some other people do. We, we will never do that. We'll always be real with you, our, our four or five, maybe six followers. <laughs> we'll discourage you actively from doing something and then make it amazing. So. Yep. Yes, there you go. I like that. Good times. I'm just happy to have Neil back. Thanks. I'm glad I'm here. Hey, speaking of shifting responsibilities, Mark, you got to get on your mic. Oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> I would have never known that, Britt. Thank you. Gee, it's it's so nostalgic. <laughs> it's like Jason never left. Uh-oh. So anyway, does anybody remember where the hell everybody was? I think I know. Stop me if I'm wrong. Help me out here. But last time we left our intrepid band of adventurers, um, they were held up in the Roddy Rockfish. Um, a, uh, a, a dwarven lady, uh uh, Berlinda Vankervale, um, she was now the sole proprietor, although not the owner of the Rowdy Rockfish, as her son um, had disappeared under mysterious circumstances out on the moor. Um, our adventurers uh, came there, um, um, took up the job of trying to find him since they were going to go into the gauntlet ruins if that was where he ended up uh, they don't know but they would look for him she was overjoyed and tried to press upon them uh, free food drink lodging and uh, even some gold which uh, you know being the star uh you know good-hearted people that they are they refused and uh but they did take the free drinks and the food because they were hungry. Um, Uko decided to go up and go to bed, um, and Donk had journeyed back to the marketplace to find out um, what happened to Saul and his wagon, because uh, Berlinda, I believe, had said that there was a fire in the marketplace, and uh, he wanted to make sure it wasn't his buddy Saul that gave him such a great deal on the magic dog slicer that he possesses today. Um, now, as you may or may not have remembered, uh, Tooth was asleep, passed out, unconscious. I'm not sure if it was sleep. But it was, I, I guess it was if you, pain sleep. If you pass out from like pain or alcohol consumption, you know, is that really considered well? I sleep? think eventually, once you start healing, you fall into a regular sleep. But yes, you were unconscious. Okay. And let's go ahead and start right there. Um, Uk or uh, not Uko, but Tooth. Um, you awake with a start as you hear a loud chorus of as it's coming through like maybe um, you know a door the walls of a dark place that you find yourself in Um, it smells faintly of fish Um, and uh, there's no light but since you're an orc um, you can see you start to look around it appears that you're in a basement and there's a large hole uh, in the wall to the left which seems kind of familiar, um, and there's, uh, you know, it's a fairly comfortable pile of like bales of straw and and canvas, and you have a, a tattered blanket over you, and uh, there is actually a small melon under your neck, uh, which works really good as a pillow because you're kind of a big fellow, um, and it's cool, and you notice that wow, this is actually more comfortable than I thought. That does sound pretty nice. Um, do I see anything through this large hole in the wall? You see, it looks like it goes about, oh, five or ten feet and then drops off into a big crevasse. Um, you also start looking around as you become a- accustomed to the gloom. Uh, there's some shelves, looks like some bags of salt. Um, hey, wait a minute. You're in the basement of Tamerly Tanderville's Otari Fishery. 
Yeah, that's where I thought I was. You're not really sure how you got here. Last thing you remember, you were surrounded by kobolds. Uh, you suffered a, a good bonk on the head, and uh, you noticed that you have several bumps on the back of your head, as if you were pulled up or down stairs. You're not really sure how that happened. Um, you also have lots of bruises on your back, um, maybe caused by stairs. You're not sure about that. Um, and you appear to have fallen on your nose a couple of times. You're not really sure how that happened either. Nice. Uh, no, no, the mask is intact, and that's what good, kind good. of crushed your nose a little bit was you kept falling okay. on the mask. Um, so, yeah, you don't see any of your new... Um, friends, compan companions, compatriots, um, you seem to be down here um, alone in, in, in the dark. Hmm. Well, I guess I will uh, take a peek in the, uh, where's the little passageway that goes down? Go over to the little passageway that You're goes gonna down. You're going to go back towards the yeah. crevasse at least farther into the ruins? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to look. Um, well, you notice you notice right away when you get there that there is um, a couple of boards. It looks like maybe somebody took up one of the tabletops from uh, from what you remember upstairs in the in the uh, the fishery and laid it across the crevasse so you could actually cross over there. But um, you don't see any lights. You don't see any anything you know past your sixty feet that you can see in the dark. Um, and it seems all quiet down. All right. Well, I'm not going to go down there then, so I'll uh, try to make my way. Okay. Up you find uh, you find the stairwell uh, easy enough. Um, it, you get up. The room kind of moves around you a little bit. You're a little dizzy. Um, man, your head and back really hurt. Um, and uh, yeah, that's probably what it was. It's was probably nothing to do with you f getting drug up or down the stairs. Um, but you get yeah, up to the stairwell not. and you go to the door, and sure enough, you hear another. A bunch of voices are cheering, um, and uh, you you try the knob, and uh, and it's locked. Well, good thing I have this uh, hand, so I'm just gonna punch okay. the door. Okay. Um, so you punch the door. Boom. Boom. I believe Boom. that's called knocking in some um, cultures. It's it's knocking with and, uh, force. And it's a nice sturdy door. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and it seems to still be locked, but you do hear, oh, 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 he's awake. Oh, oh, uh, 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 I'll be right back. Uh, uh, Jenny, uh, you take care of the customers. I'll be back. And uh, suddenly, uh, just as you're getting ready to punch the door again, um, it opens and you see uh, uh, Tamerly Tandervale um, looking up at you going, oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Toof, uh, you're awake. Yeah. What? Um, how did I get here? Well, what happened? I'm not really uh, sure. Uh, they said that you were fighting a dragon, and it was very epic. And um, no, 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 that wasn't you. That was the uh, the goblin. The goblin, he was fighting the dragon. was very epic. He got slapped by a that tail right. and into a wall, and he was unconscious. But you were taken out by some <laughs> measly kobolds, they said, which was kind of funny because you're so big and they're so small. But they said there were a lot of them, so you did good. Um, yeah, yeah, they ganged up on you and and they beat you down. But but don't worry, you were saved and uh, you've been unconscious for about two and a half days. But you seem like you're fine now. Um, oh. They said that they found you first time and you were kind of unconscious. But I, I, I digress. But your friends, um, yeah, they um, they have all uh, become fucked uh, now. Um, I, I know when oh. you passed out okay. that you guys were the kids, but now they say that you're all fucked. Uh, and, and that stands for Fellowship of the Unruly 
like uh, Killers of Dragons. It, I don't know if it's a K or a C. I keep forgetting. But um, anyway, um, all your fucked friends are over at the Rowdy Rockfish. Um, and uh, if you don't know how to get there, I can I can probably give you directions, or uh, uh, we could have uh, somebody show you. Do you know your way around town? Oh, okay. Uh, do, do you do you want some fish uh, stew? Cause it's evening time, and 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 shoot high. Sure. You know, it looks like they're playing games of chance, and I'll take a grog. Oh, and oh, fish stew okay. Uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny, can you get the uh, fish stew? Um, I'll I'll go uh, make up the grog. Uh, uh, no spoon, and uh, so she goes and she runs over and she gets you a nice big tankard, and she goes, I just wanted to say, um, you weren't here uh, last time when they all came back, well, you were here, but you weren't, well, anyway, uh, I wanted to tell you, thank you so much uh, for uh, uh, finding what fish that you could, and uh, for, for killing the dragon that I didn't know was in my basement, which is not really my basement anymore, but uh, hey, um, thank you, and if you ever need something to eat or a place to pass out, my basement's always open to you, I just want you to know that and uh right. here you go and jenny brings over Thanks. a big a big like a big serving bowl full of uh fish stew nice. and uh, you have a big uh, like almost a flagon of grog because you're very large and uh and she says uh, uh <laughs> so um yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, and the captain's going to sell the dragon, he said. And uh, maybe we'll have enough to uh, get a share for ourselves, uh, maybe. Okay. Well, cool. uh uh, I gotta get back to work, but um, I'm glad you're awake now and you didn't die in my basement because that would have been bad. Um, but hey, uh, you, you have a good day, and if you need anything, uh, uh, don't hesitate to come over and ask. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, peace. peace. Uh, bye. Go lumbering out, go wandering around. See if I can uh, see anything familiar or find any of the. Uh, well, um, you you know as you as you come out of the fishery, um, it is uh, directly across the little inlet where the uh, the river comes down, and you can see because um, it's not quite dark yet, and you have dark vision. You can see the uh, the painted crab with. Uh, the little boxing gloves on, but you're going to have to go back up the street across the uh, the bridge that is the Crooksnook um, to get over to the uh, to the west side of town. How of big town. is the river? Well, it gets wider wide as it gets closer river? to the sea, of course, because it's like more of a delta mouth right. type deal. So, yeah, gotcha. I mean, if you're wanting to swim, um, it's probably at this point of the river, probably a good quarter mile across there because okay. you're at the, the delta, you know. I'll just keep eating and okay, so uh, later then. So, uh, Tooth uh, takes his grog and his bowl of fish stew, and he heads off uh, towards the bridge across the uh, the river and uh, towards the rowdy rockfish. Now, at this same time, in the marketplace, um, our favorite goblin, Donk, um, had went back to the marketplace after hours. Most of the stalls were either shut down or closing, and he approached the wagon that formerly had wonderful arcane symbols and, and signs and stuff painted on it with a beautiful top, um, and that's not what he found when he got there. The top, um, the, the stays had been burned away, the, the wagon was fire-licked, it looked like maybe somebody had set a fire under the wagon or in the wagon, and the tarp had fallen down over the top, maybe smothering the flames before it had a chance to burn the whole wagon down. And if if you remember last time we left, Donk was just getting ready to lift that tarp. So so Donk 
are you gonna pull the band-aid off or you're just gonna peek? well I uh, want to be stealthy about it so uh, first thing I would probably do is uh, just listen to see if I hear anybody or hear anything going on inside the wagon um you don't hear anything uh, coming from the wagon or in the environs you, you do uh, see one uh, older gentleman uh, over there shutting down his stall it's kind of like a um, maybe like a 10 foot wide five foot deep box with a with a uh, like a plywood type uh, covering that works as an awning he's lowering that he's he's locking up for the night he's about the only one left in the in the marketplace that you see okay uh, I'm gonna try to be stealthy but I think I'm going to explore what's going on in the wagon if there's See if I can see where the fire started and if anybody was hurt. Okay, well, you look under the wagon, I'm assuming, because you're, you're short, so you'd look there first. Okay, okay. Um, and you do see the, rem the remnants of maybe like a, a, a campfire or, well, there's glass, so that it looks like there's like some wood that was thrown under there haphazardly. It wasn't built like a fire. And then you notice there's like shards of glass, like maybe from a bottle uh, that was tossed under there, and it seems like this is where the fire started. Um, and you can see that it's licked up the sides of the uh, of the wagon. Um, a lot of the a lot of the markings have been, uh, you know, erased by the by the soot and the flames. And uh, like I said, it, it's like the the tarp had fallen down and, and robbed maybe some out of the oxygen in the wagon, kept it all from burning completely apart. Okay, so that's the outside of the wagon. Um, do I see a way to get in the wagon without being detected? Um, well, like I said, there's only the one guy that's closed up his shop, and if you wait a little longer, he, he finally locks the locks the hasp on his uh, on his covering, and, and he starts to trundle off uh, towards town. And so you're you're alone in the in the gathering gloom of the evening with the uh, with the wagon. Well, as a goblin and a rogue, I I feel like I'm rarely ever alone or. That there's never anyone to observe, but I'm I'm still going to try to be stealthy just in case there's somebody else out there hanging out, and uh, I want to check the contents of the wagon. I want to see if they did they take everything out of the wagon. Did they take all the stuff? Did they leave a body, or did they just haphazardly set the thing on fire and okay. run? Okay. Um, well, um, if you're going to pull the tarp back um, so you can see underneath there, uh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, or at least lift it up so I can see underneath. I don't necessarily have to whip okay. it off or anything. Um, so you lift it up. Um, you lift it up with both hands. You look underneath there, and uh, it it is a mess. Um, you see, like the back part of the wagon looks like maybe had some crates um, with different items in them. Uh, they're pretty burned. Everything in the middle of the wagon looks like it's just hanging on by a couple of metal stays that the boards were attached to. Um, and all the boards in the middle in about a, about a two and a half foot circle are, are burned. They're gone. They've fallen through to the, to the, you know, to the ground underneath. Um, you also see a sleeping pallet um, on the one side of the wagon. Um, and it appears to be uh, all the bedding and everything's burned up. Um, you see some twisted bits of metal. Um, you see um, adventure pack, uh, or a couple of adventure packs. Uh, but when you start to poke at them, the, the leather has been just destroyed by the fire and, and about the only thing salvageable would be like the buckles there's a mirror um, in each one of them you know things like that um, it looks like there were some potion bottles um, in a chest uh, but um, when you flip the, the lid off the chest you can see that whatever was in them looks like it boiled away and popped the corks and uh, so there's just a, a 
nasty mess of, of smells faintly of alchemical compositions. You're not sure what. Um, but what you don't see is you don't see a body uh, resembling a human man um, named Saul. So there's there's nobody in the trailer, and I don't find anything of value. Um, you could probably search through here for an hour or so, and, and you might come up with some some bits and bobs or something. But it looks like the fire was pretty uh, pretty thoroughly set, like like something as an accelerant had flashed up through the bottom of it and caught everything. Those mirrors that you were talking about are those handy? Oh yeah, they're the little hand mirrors like you put around the corner so you could see. So yeah, those I mean those would be worth worth we'll some tuck, money. We'll tuck those into my there pack. And uh, you never know when you might want oh. something to look around a corner let me, with. Let me let me make a roll right quick. All right. You also under the uh, the remnants of the pillow at the far end of the wagon, farthest away from uh, where the the fire was, you find a vial. And this vial's intact, the cork's intact, and it has a familiar red tinge to it, and you're pretty sure that's a that's a healing potion. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll tuck that into the pack, too. All right. And uh, as you're back there, you look you look out the uh, the back uh, door, which is kind of like a Dutch door. Um, the, back, the top part was open. You look over the sill, and you see um, it looks like a pair of boot prints with the heels deeply imprinted in the ground right outside the wagon. And uh, if you searched, you, you could probably see that they, they take off, um, you know, out of town. Um, it's just a okay. simple set of tracks. All right. When I come out of the wagon and I see those tracks, do I see anyone around? No. There's, like, no shambling orcs walking by with a headache Um, not from where you're at. I don't believe you can see him. Let me just double check. Uh, no, no, you wouldn't be able to see shambling orcs with bottle or uh, flagons of grog or, you know, big bowls of fish stew or anything. Hey, Don, do you see which direction those... That was my next thing. I want to try to kind of... Follow those, I, and again, I would like to stick to the shadows and be stealthy. I'm out okay, by myself. Give me a uh, survival uh, check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, um, they they lead out of the market um, and uh, towards farther into the into the town, um, and then you lose them in the dirt streets because there's lots of prints and stuff, but. Now, uh, seemed like quick. he was heading north. Yeah, you can't crit skills, right? You can crit saves, but not skills. You can crit skills, yeah. Okay, if you roll a natural twenty, yeah. you crit everything. You, all right, if you okay. rolled a natural twenty, um, then you would be able to follow the uh, tracks for about a block, um, and then you would lose them because it, that's where you know a crossroads comes up, and there's tracks just every which way, um, and you. You're not sure which way he went. All right. I um, can't read or write, but I, I try to make a mental note. And are there any buildings or anything I can, like, put a scratch mark on or something close by? Um, let's see. You are at the corner um, by the Farmer's Guild. And there is a convenient um, wall to the left of you at the edge of the crossroads. Um, All right. So you can mark, mark on that, I, I guess. I just put like a like a makeshift what I think an F would look like if I were creating my own alphabet. Okay. 
on the wall, and then right. uh, I'm going to go back to the. Uh, so so Donk draws a horse without a head, um, <laughs> with a big long tail, and says F for fucked, and uh, he turns around, and I'm assuming you're going back to the rowdy rockfish. That's correct. I mean, it could always be worse. He could have dropped Crow and taken a dump right there on the corner of the market, too. And, you know, that would have been totally acceptable in some goblin tribes. Right. Or set fire to burn down the farmer skills so we know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) This F is backwards, upside down, and has more... Well, yeah, I kind of saw it as... Legs than it's supposed to. It actually looks like an an E. Capital F, but you turned it 90 degrees so that the two uh, the two prongs are sitting down, and then the tail is going off the back end. It's a horse with no head, but that's an F for Donk. So I got it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Donk, you're making your way back to the uh, um, to the Rowdy Rockfish, and uh, uh, Tooth, you're um, you're crossing the bridge there at the Crook's Nook. When Donk, you come around the corner, and uh, you see a tall, shambling uh, person with a large serving bowl in one hand and a pitcher in the other, and he looks oddly familiar. He just stops for a minute. And he looks at the bowl. He looks at the beer. <laughs> and then he looks at him. He's like, kind of shakes his head. He's like. Come on. <laughs> he turns and walks into the Rowdy Rockfish. <laughs> oh, okay. You've been founded by Dom. I've been found by the little one. Yes. Okay. Yep, okay, I'll go in there and keep drinking and eating. And by eating, I mean I'm just like pouring the stew into my mouth. <laughs> right. Been a couple days since you had anything to eat. I imagine you're pretty hungry. So, um, uh, Bommy and uh, Nat, you guys were still in the, uh, in the common room. Um, and these two uh, wander in, um, and you're both really surprised to see that Tooth is up and around. In fact, you weren't really sure where Tamalee had been holding him or caring for him or whatever, but uh, he appears to have found a, a drink and some food. Well, look at there. That's a, uh, uh, what's his name again? Is it Doom? Doom? To, uh, well, see, that, that's uh, Toothless. Um, I didn't know you was missing, though. We, we left you back Two-Face? at the place. <laughs> Tamerly's. Toothless yeah, don't sound right. Yeah, we left you back <laughs> Insert name of place. I just grunt at you guys and keep drinking. Um, uh, um, Berlinda, she, uh, she comes out of the back room and she goes, oh, oh, oh uh, 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 the small one's back and oh my, you are very large. I know. Um, well, uh, will you be staying tonight too? Are, are you, are you one of the fucked? Yes. Generally every day. Oh, well, well, excellent. Well, then, um, then, then uh, I, I'm sure your friends will tell you uh, that uh, they're going to find my boy, and uh, and and if you could do that service for me, um, you'll always have a place to stay here at the Rowdy Rockfish. I, I, I'm sure my son will uh, agree because you know he's lost. But if you find him and bring him back home and, and safe and sound, I'm sure he'll be a fast friend of yours forever. Where, where is he lost? Uh, well. I, I don't really know. Where, where's uh, the I, last place you had him? Well, he liked to take walks um, out towards the fens in the morning. And uh, you, you see, he uh, he went walking one day, and uh, and he never came home. The spirits of the fog fen uh, might be talking to him. Well, that was several weeks ago. Um, and uh, there was a, 
uh, uh, somebody said that they saw him walking along with a, a cloaked, hooded stranger with a, with a strange lantern, and they walked off together into the fence. Interesting. Towards the, uh, towards the old gauntlet. Guess that's where we would start. Well, I do believe we're going to start with taking a nap before we do a <laughs> up. I right. <laughs> He's got you there. He slept for about two and a half days. Kind of sleep, kind of. Yeah. I want to say that's probably well rested at this point. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> well, she says, uh, if if you don't want to uh, to to take a room, uh, you're you're more than welcome to uh, stay here in the common room. And if you would like something else to eat, I I have some. Uh, some some cold uh, cold meats and and things in here and some cheese. I'm afraid uh, breakfast isn't till uh, about five. Uh, and your uh, your one friend, uh, the pale one uh, with the pale hair, uh, he went upstairs to take a nap or sleep for the night. Uh, and these two have been uh, have been drinking and talking. And and uh, did did you find out about the fire in the in the market? I took a look. There was no one there. But was there a fire? Yes. Is it out? It it is out, unfortunately. Oh. I was oh. hoping to see something. Oh, thanks. Well, I have a fireplace. If you want to start a fire there, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> His eyes light up. <laughs> uh, there's there's some kindling, and uh, the quick matches are there on the mantel. Uh, <laughs> he immediately goes to work. So these quick matches, are they like alchemical bombs you just toss in? They're like no, those they're, quick they're, fire sticks. Yeah, they're like the, you know, you, you flick them and... Strike anywhere matches. And they, they yeah. cause a little flame to... Yes, lady just yeah. gave Goblin permission to start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but she did say it was in the fireplace. Yes. Yeah, she did say in the fireplace. I start packing wood into the fireplace. <laughs> Good. Oh. Is it like a teepee, a log cabin? Where are we going out here? It's not particular, though. Just fill the fireplace. Eiffel <laughs> Tower style. She um, she watches you, and uh, uh, she turns to the dwarf, and he, he knows it's not. <laughs> While I'm doing this, I'm licking my lips, like rubbing my hands together. That bear's a strange <laughs> one, I'll tell you what. Um... I, I mean, it's it's a little chilly in here, but I don't think we need a bonfire this evening. Uh, it's a uh, bonk. What's his name again? Bonk. Yeah. Bonk. Oh, uh, bonk. Uh, bonk. Um, that uh, dear, that wood has to last me all week. <laughs> he just kind of, he kind of stops and gives her a blank stare. He like, and he goes back to work. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, um, I think I'm going to go upstairs and take myself a nap before this place blows up. You guys have a good evening, and I'll see you wait, in the morning. Wait, wait. You're going to go to sleep instead of trying to stop it from being blown up? Well, it's downstairs. I'll be oh. fine. You know how fire works? So, Nat smiles. I read about it in oh. a book and heads up. Okay. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, Berlinda, she she walks over uh, I to go with Bonk her. and and she uh, 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 Bonk uh, Bonk, excuse me, it's excuse bonk. me, Bonk. 
Looky here, Dunk. It's Dunk. 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 Looky here, Dunk. Don't be oh, rude. I'm so sorry. Only uh, use three. Uh, three sticks. Yes, you can. Well, you, uh, you could probably use five of the small ones, but you have the entire um, fireplace stuffed with wood. Um, that's not going to have enough room between the logs to burn. Um, you, you need to get air in there. So if we take, and she starts pulling out some of the uh, some of the logs and, and giving them to, to Bommy. Dunk and, looks uh, really and, confused. And <laughs> I, I imagine when you say, mentioned like airflow, Dunk just leans over to the fire pit and starts blowing real heavy. <laughs> Look, air. <laughs> So, so she gets it taken down to like, like maybe like you know five nice sticks of wood, and and she goes now, if you arrange those in kind of a overlapping interlocking pattern, um, I, I think that will burn nicely, and it'll be just enough for this evening because it's it's not really cold outside. And she hands you a match. He looks at the match, and then he looks back at her again, holds his other hand out. <laughs> She sighs and hands you another match for your other hand. All right, he now has two <laughs> matches. Donk is yes. good with this. And she slowly backs up and grabs Bommy by the arm and pulls him <laughs> in front of her and says, "Okay." He's uh, he he starts attempting to to strike the match and, and light the fire. So, so do you like do you strike? The matches off of each other, or how are how are you how are you? Flicks them both off his eyeballs. Right, that's <laughs> and then goes fire, fire eyes, fire, sure. fire. Not sure how how goblins handle this. Maybe if there's a stone or something, I strike the match on the stone or whatever. I, whatever I so, think is gonna. So Doc reaches up with both hands like he's getting ready to conduct an orchestra <laughs> and sweeps them down across the bricks of the fireplace. They burst into flames and he tosses them with a cackle into the logs. And he starts a fire. He starts asking for TP. I'm not really he sure stare, why. He stares at the fire with just like wonder. He's, he's like, Ugh. and and uh, Berlinda turns to um, to Bomb and says, "Well, I, I think that'll keep him occupied. Would you mind carrying part of that wood back to the kitchen?" You got it, lady. Thank you so much. <laughs> Taking the wood back too. Well, I don't think you really notice it because you're like pretty mesmerized. With fire. She leaves you like three more sticks there, and she has Bommy take the rest of it back to the, to the kitchen for Damn. breakfast. That's yes, There's she's kind of worried about that. Ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, she uh, she goes well. Uh, it, it's getting on towards evening. I'm going to put the clothes sign up. Uh, so uh, no late night revelers come in, and I'm going to bolt the door. Um, I'll sleep in back uh, off the kitchen if you need anything. Um, you know I'm always there, uh, and otherwise uh, you, uh, make yourselves at home. Uh, and uh, if if you find my boy um, when you go to the ruins, uh, uh, please let me know as soon as possible. So uh, Donkey, uh, he pulls up a chair. So he can sit and watch the fire, and he gets out the pickle jar, and he unscrews the lid of the pickle jar, and he looks around, and he realizes there's somebody not there. He usually shares pickles with the guy, but, uh, you know, maybe he's in bed already. Well, um, as luck would have it, you remember vaguely before you ran off to find out about your your merchant buddy that um bridger had went to talk um to the star lady as you call her and uh and he hasn't come back yet 
more pickles for me. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you know, you probably think that he's just, uh, you know, because he's always talking about stars and stuff. Um, Uko is not concerned. Uh, and you fig figure they're just uh, they're sharing the evening together um, looking at the, uh, the cosmic caravan as it, as it goes through the heavens. And, uh, you know, with that, uh, everything winds down for the evening. And uh, we're going to fade to black. And the next morning uh, comes, and uh, Nat, Uko, you awake um, in the same room. Uh, you're not sure how you ended up sharing a room with uh, you know, Nat and Flea, but they're both on the end of your bed um, and seem very comfortable. Um, uh, you uh, fell asleep on the bar. Um, that works. Which, yeah, and I by mean, you, he means Toof. Toof, yes. Toof Grimscar falls asleep on the bar. Um, Donk uh, is asleep in his chair with his pickle jar, with his hand in his pickle jar. Um, and it appears that he might have spilled some of the vinegar under the chair. You're not really sure. And, uh, Bommy, you, uh, you awake with a crick in your neck from a table uh, with uh, three sticks of wood uh, held in your arms uh, with a death grip. Nice. <laughs> I'd imagine the uh, floor underneath Doc is slightly weaker now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely damp. <laughs> Moist. Looks like he might have spilled something. But well preserved. On him, on Moist. the chair. On the, I don't know. His, his hand was in a pickle jar or not. You know, figure it out. But the fire is, fire is still, uh, fire is still burning. How is the fire still burning? Weird euphemism, well, but okay. Because the reason why... Bommy had three sticks of wood clutched into his. That's all that's left. It's, that's all that's left. Oh. There's there's a huge ash pile with some glowing embers. Nice. In in the thing, and you also notice a couple of the chairs are missing. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's not my place. And uh, you know, as you as you wake up in the common room, uh, you guys up upstairs, you hear uh, you hear uh, Berlinda down there. Um, she's like, "Oh, breakfast is ready. Come on, I've got the I've got the eggs." And hash browns, uh, I've got toast, um, a side of bacon, uh, come and eat, come and eat. And she takes a little triangle and ding, 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 ding. Poof picks up his bowl and his flagon and walks over there and says, fill both, please. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay, all right. And she takes the flagon, runs back, dips it into a, 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 a big barrel of ale and puts that on the counter for you. And uh, she just... Uh, she, do you have a uh, preference for what you know? No. So she just starts scooping everything. That's fine. Uh, a little bit of everything into the bowl and hands it back to you. Uko um, gets up, dresses silently, and uh, spends a few minutes in complete silence without making a sound uh, in reverence to uh, the black butterfly before stepping out of the room and immediately going, Oh, God, it's hot in here. So during uh, Uko's moment of silence, what it really sounds like? Scratch, scratch, feet, scratch, scratch. Russell, Russell, Russell. Leaf, leaf sounds. Scratch. <laughs> and the corgi is looking at you like, "Are we gonna oh. play? Is it playtime? Let's go play!" Hop, 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 hop. So, uh, now would then start uh, grooming. The and the butt, because uh, Corgi's like the butt scratching. And, uh, you like butt scratching. Corgi's <laughs> love butt scratching. Yes, not in. Over, yeah, not, on top. not in. Over, not in. Um, and then uh, we'll commune a little bit, and then she'll go ahead and head on downstairs. Yes. 
uh, GM, for your information. Um, technically, the Corgi Council is familiar, so I'm switching away from scent to uh, tying our health together so that if the Corgi is hurt, Can I, go I the other way too? damage instead of it if I want. Well, that sucks. Oh, ah. no. it's a <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Pete. Kill you. Okay. I'm fucking with you. So what you're telling me is if I damage the Corgi, it hurts you. If he wants to, yeah. Can. <laughs> If I choose, yeah. it's a. Uh, I have to have a reaction available. What's that ability it, called again? It just takes a reaction you. with a concentrate trait. I know what he's talking. I know about. what he's talking about, but I I can't remember the freaking name of it now. Yep. It is Life called Link Link. with uh, with the flea. Awesome. All right, so uh, um, Uko, uh, after a moment of silence, you make your way downstairs. You do notice as soon as you open your door, it is insanely hot downstairs you chalk it up to probably the kitchen you know the breakfast preparations um uh you come downstairs uh you see Bommy sitting there uh holding three sticks of wood like he's guarding them with his life uh donk wakes up with a start um spills more pickle juice on himself the chair and the floor um and uh you see tooth um, who you didn't know came in last night. He is uh, sitting at the bar with a large breakfast bowl, which looks like a big s uh, serving bowl, and uh, a pitcher of ale already. Um, and and that's what you see when you come downstairs. Toof, you're back. That's great. Where did I go? Um, I think it was more of a spiritual journey, but a journey nonetheless. Oh, okay. going <laughs> 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 to say... Hell, maybe? <laughs> I, I'm not sure he would have gone to hell. But maybe. I'm, I'm not sure what, uh, what what plane he would go to. Probably like the Boneyard or something because he's uh, sort of spiritually inclined. He's uh, kind of works with the no-soy a little bit. Here's the backstory. Kind of has some no-soy stuff here and there. Yes, no soy boy. <laughs> no soy boy. None of that either. You go we'll proceed to, to have breakfast. All right. Well, uh, Berlinda, she uh, says, uh, w would all of you like uh, plates and, uh, and, and drinks? Uh, I, I have ale or juice or water or there's, uh, there's fresh milk uh, just squeezed. <laughs> Donk uh, puts the lid on the pickle jar, kind of notices the, the mess and just walks away from it. Go get some food. Right. Okay. Do you kick dirt on it? Two will say, away? hey. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Kind of cover it up some. You could set that on fire to dry it. And then go back to eating. Nah. He goes over and sits at the... Tries to get to the bar. He's got to climb up on the stool. I'll just pick him up by his head. And sit him on the bar stool. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah. So he starts looking like, you know, eggs or whatever. I'm imagining that. Mommy, what are you like going to do with your morning yeah, wood? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't uh, help it. I, I don't even think I'm I'm awake yet. Honestly, <laughs> all this commotion and whatnot. But it's been a it's been a rough night. I think trying to keep old donk with, with you know from from burning the whole place down. Yeah, you, you look over at, at Bommy and man, he has got some like heavy duty steamer trunks under his eyes. Uh, he uh, he looks like he's he's you know been a survivor of like a forest fire. His clothes are all sweat sto soaked. His beard is is you know scruffy. And it's kind of it's kind of dried sideways, so it kind of has a shoot <laughs> to the right um, where his chin was laying on the table. It's the J Hook beard. Yep. Kind of the way I sees it. 
I do believe that next time, uh, um, Bommy should sleep in a bed. He doesn't seem to have handled the bar very well. He does look a little rough. Am I remembering incorrectly? We actually got rooms for everybody, but then, like, we had two rooms. But apparently we only used one. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's 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 what I said. So it was kind of odd for you because you woke up alone in your room on one of the beds, and uh, Nat and Flea both were on your the foot of your bed, <laughs> curled up. And uh, when you get downstairs, you see the other members of your party all seem to have stayed in the common room all night for some reason. Kind of a waste of financial uh, <laughs> choices there. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I, I, I think <laughs> it's good character ca- character development. It's good character <laughs> development. Wasting That's funds. Yeah. Builds character. Um, so, Balmy looks around the room and... Uh, Who does? Not Balmy. Donk a donk. Donk. Good job. Uh, <laughs> not Jarwin. To, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of not Jarwin's <laughs> name over here, the other cosmic Uko. caravan guy. Uko. Uko. <laughs> He's looking around for Uko and... Uh, where where is Uko in relation to to the bar where I'm sitting next to? Well, Uko just came down the stairs and he's at the foot of the stairs. Yeah, I I hail him over. He he was kind of headed that direction to to uh, come get some breakfast anyway. Good so food. Sits down in the the uh, chair next to you. I produce the vial that I found and ask him to take a look at it, see if he can tell me what it is. Oh, I'm assuming you need some kind of check for that. Uh, yeah, do you have uh, alchemy or magic, or you can just try to taste it? I mean, I have a... Do you mean arcana? Yes. Uh, or, well, if he has craft alchemy, he would, yeah, he would immediately be able yeah. to, to look at it and, and do some tests, and he would know exactly what it is. I've got crafting. Oh, there you go. I don't have alchemy specific, but... Well, go ahead and, and s- tell me what you got. Uh, that is a 17 crafting. Well, with the uh, with the familiar color, um, the way it smells, uh, and uh, you, you you know dip your little finger into it, and uh, you get a kind of a zing in your mouth. You're like, oh, yep, this is a uh, a minor healing potion. Mm, it smells like it's a healing potion. Where'd you find this? And I uh, I start to go into the details of what I found at the wagon last night that had been set ablaze in the market. And I talk about the, uh, the 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 potion that I found, and then the uh, I walk all the way through taking and uh, following the tracks and marking an F on the wall, which I, I don't say that it's maybe an F. As far as anybody knows, I'm I marked an F on the wall. <laughs> Interesting. I fully believe it. I would imagine that uh, the owner of this establishment is now like white-eyed uh, that she gave him matches after hearing that story. But uh, Uko goes, I don't know that we'll be able to track anyone through town, but it would be interesting to find out who did this. Did you say there wasn't any sign of the original owners? I didn't find any people in the trailer. The wagon. It was just on fire. It was almost burnt in half. Someone had used something in a bottle, I think, to start it on fire. What do you go 
recognize anything about that probably yeah. when when he tells you about the broken shards of glass it looked like a bottle um and that how he describes the flames had leaped up the sides of the wagon and burned very hotly through the way you're like almost certain that it was an alchemical fire that was thrown underneath the uh, the wagon for an accelerant it sounds like that was intended by whomever it is that you were following and with the fact that there was little left in the wagon other than this uh, it is possible that it was um who owned that again? I know their name, I just can't remember it. Saul. Saul. It, it is uh, actually possible that Saul did this himself. Insurance fraud, huh? Very well could be. I feel like there was a survivor. Again, I tracked it to the market and put an F on the wall where A, I lost the footprints. And, and Bami, you... Uh, that was a very nice save. <laughs> you uh, you threw it off as insurance fraud because you know <laughs> that Yezimira had sent two of your friends off to discourage Saul from having a shop or a stall in the market without paying his uh, quote-unquote stall rental fees. Protection money, yeah. Yeah, I knew that, but i got to throw them off the scent, sees. Right? Tell you what... Insurance fraud, oldest game in the book. I thought that was hookery. Maybe where you're from. That's the second oldest oh, okay. profession. I think fishing came before insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Hookers probably came before fishing, too. Yes, that's that's exactly what we were talking about, Uko. <laughs> exactly. I love Uko. He's in a commune. He doesn't understand stuff like that. Well... It sounds like you got a free healing potion, and Saul had some bad luck. Unfortunately, I, I don't know that we're going to be able to help with that, Dunk. Um, tracking somebody through a busy market street is not easy. Yeah. Well, again, I thought we could at least take a look at where he ended at. It might give us a clue. So do you all want to gather up and, and go on a Saul hunt? Yep. Sure. More more ale than yeah. Okay. Um uh, Berlinda, she uh, she refills your uh, your flagon. Thank you. And uh she goes, "Well, uh uh best of luck. Uh hopefully uh you'll have uh have news of my Lasda soon. Um and uh remember if you need a place to stay, um if you're not going to camp or anything, um you you always have beds here um at at the Rowdy Rockfish." Um Nat stops, looks around. Did, uh, you know, that uh, Bridger, did he uh, come back him. last night at all, or did he wow. stay with the, the <laughs> little gal that was stargazing? Um, well, uh, he, uh, he never came back uh, or, or knocked on the door uh, last night. Uh, I assume he made other arrangements. All righty. So, yeah, when you look around, uh, and, I mean, you know, there's no sign of Bridger. So you're not, you're not sure. You assume that he stayed with, uh, uh, with Wren um, at the, uh, you know, her shop down there. Yeah, maybe he stayed with that loopy lady down the road there. Yeah, why don't we, uh, on our way out of town, why don't we go and check in with Ren and see if uh, she uh, seen Bridget? Yeah, simply that's a good idea. Uko looks almost disgusted by the, the comment of Bridger uh, staying the, the night there and being naughty. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you guys, uh, you guys head out of the uh, the rowdy rockfish. Um, now you you know that uh, there are there are two ways um, out to the Gauntlet Keep. One, you can go over by the um, the temple, the library, um, which uh, Nat is very you know very familiar with and you can ascend the uh, the cliff stairs which are a winding staircase that goes uh, from behind the um, library all the way up to the graveyard uh, the Otari graveyard and then you can cut uh, north from there or you can uh, go all the way through um, town passing uh, Rin's Wonders uh, by following um, the uh, the main thoroughfare um, Which is uh, uh, Rajani's Road um, to the uh, to the North Bridge, and then on and into the Fens uh, by the High Road. Yes. Um, is there a way that those two paths would intersect uh, prior to getting to the Gauntlet? Rins on the edge of uh, the river um, at the north end of town, so you could stop by there and then go ahead and continue. Um, on to the to the north bridge and then out well, of town. Well, my that question way. is more of a if there's a intersecting path just outside of town somewhere, um, Nate and Nat would probably go oh. by the library and let them know uh, for sure that they are leaving today, um, and then meet up with the group there. Yeah, you you know that there is a um, there is like a Y in the road up by the uh, old Druids Grove. Uh, that heads out into the fens and then to the gauntlet. Um, so if, uh, say, Bridger had taken uh, the north road from Wrens uh, early that morning um, and you guys went by the temple and up the up the, the, uh, the cliff face and then through the graveyard, you guys would meet more than likely out there or on the road well, to um, the gauntlet. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and swing by and let them know that we're heading out so they don't worry about me. I've been working over there for a while now, um, and... If you want to swing by Wrens and see if you can pick up Bridger, we'll meet just outside of town. Okay. Um. Tooth grunts. Keeps eating and drinking. Shall we check for Saul's footprints before we leave? That is, uh, that is another option. That is on the way for you guys. Um, you just uh, go, go across the, uh, the Crook's Nook. Um, past the market and then turn north and you'll be able to go right to the uh, to the crossroads where he marked the F on the wall. We can go take a look there, see if we can determine where he went and then meet. Uh, go to Wren's afterwards. <laughs> meet Nat at well, uh, Wren's. Nat's not going to Wren's. Trying to remember Pete's character. Nat's going to the library oh. and then out of town to the Y area. If you guys go up to Wrens and then go out that way, we'll meet at the Y outside of town. Okay, past Wrens, gotcha. Um, and then look for Uko, or look for Bridger, and then meet Nat past that. Is anyone going with Nat uh, to Flea the will library? Be. <laughs> Anybody besides <laughs> Fleet? Hey, Tooth, why don't you go with her? Tooth grunts and follows Uko. I like this. Keeps eating. He follows Uko. <laughs> you look at you look at the two the goblins sitting next to the orc, and the orc is like you know he's eating whatever, kind of doing his thing. No silverware, just the, dumping it in my giant mouth. <laughs> yeah, the goblin just takes his plate in one fell swoop, plate, <laughs> eats plate the home. rest of it. Tooth, tooth nods, <laughs> tooth nods in um, 
Oh shit, just lost the word. Agreement? Uh like Difference? like I'm impressed. Approval? It, yes. <laughs> there you go. Ah, Tooth yes. nods in approval. approval. Grunts and then walks and follows Uko. All right, so Bami, uh Uko and uh Uko and Tooth are, are heading out uh, towards the crossroads. Uh, Donk, I assume you're gonna lead them. Yeah, I wanna make that sure way. that that vial gets put back safely in my pack because right you know, I've been pretty messed up before. Yeah. And uh, so. and you see uh, Nat mount up on Flea and heads the opposite direction. Which way are you going to go? The other way. Which other way? You know, the other way. <laughs> so, Bommy's taking off on his own, sounds like to me. And uh, Nat and Flea are going to the temple slash library of Otari, while Donk, Uko, and Tooth are off to find the F that marks the spot. We'll find out what happens next time on Shield Bash. Thanks, everybody. Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon find us online at shieldbash.net on facebook at shieldbash on twitter at bashshield and on youtube at shieldbash bumper music provided by lee rosevere other artists can be found in the episode description troubles in otari abomination cults serpent skull and pathfinder are the property of paizo publishing incorporated leave a comment on itunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com. Shieldbash Podcast is owned by Shieldbash LLC.